Hi, this is Steve Addison for the Movements Podcast. Today we're going to hear from Ying Kai, co-author of the book Discipleship Re-Revolution. Ying has seen an amazing move of God in East Asia. There are hundreds of thousands of people have turned to Christ and been gathered into multiplying churches. To begin the podcast, Steve Smith, his co-author, will introduce Ying and his amazing ministry and story. We've asked Ying to come in just a moment and share what he and Grace experienced, especially in the early days, because there comes a time when you look at the thousands and thousands of churches and the hundreds of thousands of believers and say, I can't relate. So Ying and Grace are going to especially share the beginning of their story. How did this thing get started? Because I think all of us can relate to right, to right where they are as this began to develop. But I want you to look at the screen, and I'm going to show you something that um, I don't, in my knowledge, Bill, I don't know if ever had happened before. Bill and I, and before I, Bill, for many years, would train our different missionaries, and they would set up a master plan with a huge envision statement. You know, I want to see God start this many thousands of churches or hundreds of churches. And I'm not aware of anyone that really even ever came to me and said, I've finished my master plan, what's next? That's what happened with Ing after three months. And once everyone got their collective breath back, uh, the regional leader of our area at the time said, just keep going. And here's what happened is, as Ing and Grace uh, in November 2000 um, came back from their training, uh, I want you to see the birth of a movement. This is the province where they were working, and I'm going to zero in on these four major districts. And you can see a little legend at the bottom right. I'm kind of colorblind, but you see four generational colors of churches, these triangles. Um, this one probably needs to be uh, teary moved onward. Okay. But you can see these generations, and I want you to see what happened month by month. In January, two months after this work began, you can see where there's churches that have emerged in this area. And it's hard to see the generational colors. And then February, and then March. And I want you to see something that pops up here. Um, do you see a little flag that pops up? There's seven little flags that pop up. At this point... Four months into the work, there were 250 churches. Now, these are like Paul's little new jello churches. He's been going back through appointing elders. And Ing and Grace had the foresight to say, we've got to do a lot of training of these leaders now. And they set up seven places where they were just basically apartments, temporarily rented, where they would gather these leaders, that, especially with the fruitful ones that had two, three, four generations beyond them and say, how do we keep training them? How do we keep encouraging them? We call those mid-level trainings. And so there's seven of these mid-level trainings going on uh, constantly, just in various contexts, uh, leaders coming in, getting training, going back to their groups. Then I want to show you what happened from April to, two, to December of that same year, jumping from 250 to 2,500 churches. Okay? So as we look at this, you can see this is June, September, December, and the training centers are popping up. And it doesn't mean that, for instance, over in that bottom left quadrant where there's a lot of white, that nothing was happening there. What that means is we had no reports from that area. And so we didn't report anything in that area. But now, 
just over a year after they've begun, there's 2,500 groups that have emerged that are being called churches. This doesn't count all the other things that are happening out there that we're not yet counting churches yet. Um, Then I want to walk you through from 2,500 to 25,000 over the next uh, year and two months. And you can just watch again uh, March of 2002, June of 2002, September of 2002, December, and then March. And it's getting to where there's very little white space. And God is reaching all levels of this society, from the PhDs to the vegetable sellers on the roadside. I want you to see one more thing as we move on. Over the next three years, how this began to move toward 100,000 churches. And we see the sustained multiplication going on. We've now zoomed out. We've panned out to see larger parts of this province. And you can see some other white areas where there's been work going on, but we haven't zeroed in. And now every triangle represents not one church, but 25 churches. Okay? So we can get a better perspective. And that's December of 2003, 2004, 2005, and 2006. And then I, there's very, very difficult at this point to really track what's going on in this province. But let me just show you, as we look at the whole province, you can see that the white, or where there's a lot of triangles covering up the white, were the original church planting movements. And then you can see the, the, the other color, where there's emerging movements happening in many other parts of this province. And I just wanted you to see, this is something that has affected this entire province. And in the population of the province, 100 million people. 130 million people. Anybody know the population of the U.S.? Okay, so we're talking about a third of the population of the U.S., or a little bit more than a third. Um, But it's not just hitting here. The work's going all over that country. Uh, Even in our own work, Lars and my work in another part of the country, we had people affected by this movement, okay, that would go work in factories and come back to our villages that had been affected by this work. So, Ing... I want you to come up here, and I just want you to hear Ing's story. And along the way, I'm going to be taking notes on this, this whiteboard over here. I would encourage you to take notes, because in a moment, I'm asking you guys to debrief what you learned from Ing. So Ing, come up here and talk to us. Thanks, God gave me the chance to share my testimony. And, and actually, Chris and I, we served with the IMB for the missionary from the, the end of year 1994. And until year 2000, God moved our heart. We love to transfer to work in China. Uh, before, we never been in China. Uh, we don't know anything about it in China. You know? And I, I was born in Taiwan, grew up from Taiwan, and then passed the Chinese church in the States so I I never been to China. So uh, I I never know. I I don't know what is uh, China any situation. I don't know. But when God moves our move our heart to move to transfer to work to China, and uh, the mission sent us to Singapore join AAC training. In that time, Bill Smith is our trainer. Uh, and in during that month, one month AC training, and. They asked us to prepare a three years master plan. In that time, I don't know what is the master plan, so I asked Bill Smith, what means the master plan? He said, you need to, you need to prepare three years uh, strategy plan. 
what kind of strategy you can use for the, your ministry. And uh, during the uh, master plan, when you prepare, very important thing is uh, the end vision. And I ask, what does it mean, the end vision? And uh, Bill Smith tell me, very easy. Uh, the, the end vision means the, in three years, how many church you can plant, you can start, and how many people you can bring them and become, become the Christian. So you just put the number over there. So uh, I don't know what we can do. In that time, we study our area. Uh, mission asked we take care of about three cities very near Hong Kong. In that time, I studied the three cities. The local registered people, the population is 5.8 million. But uh, they also have another 15 million factory worker. They come from the whole different China place to here. So total over, over 20 million in my, in my city. So Grace and I begin to pray. In three years, how many church we can start? How many people we can bring them be, become the Christian? We really don't know. Because before, we, before that, we worked in, in Hong Kong for the church printer. Every year, Grace and I personally could bring around 40 to 60 people become a Christian. And every year, we started one new church. And so three years, three church, and uh, uh, around 180 people become a Christian. But uh, when Grace and I, we talk about this, we think, oh, but in here, if three, if three years, we, we double our work, we work very hard, we can start 10 churches or 1,000 new believers. But how to com compare 20 million? So I think I cannot turn in my master plan. So every day we just pray and read the Bible. Pray and read the Bible. Until one midnight, we study Bible. Just from Jesus' Great Commission, gave us idea. We've, we found out the best strategy Jesus in his Great Commission already gave to us. From our childhood, we can memorize the, the Jesus' Great Commission. Even we can singing, like, like a song, singing the Jesus' Great Commission. But uh, suddenly we found out we never obey Jesus' Great Commission. Very important. Everybody knows Jesus' Great Commission, but we never obey. They have several key words, very important in, that, in Jesus' Great Commission. The first, Jesus, in his Great Commission, he said, you need to go. But suddenly we find we were wrong. Before, always we say come. I remember before I passed the Chinese church in the, in, in the state, we, we start a new, new church from zero to 200 in one year, very, very fast. But after that, every year, 200, 200, 200. So I'm very sad. I, every time I encourage our, uh, every Sunday I encourage our church member, I say, our gate is open. Please bring people come. Bring people join our church. You know, our gate is open. Welcome people come. But Jesus said, go. We said, come. You know, I remember every year, the first Sunday, I, I encouraged everybody. I said, this year is our year. 
the opportunity. You know, this year, if everybody can bring one people join our church, come to our church, the end of the year, we are double size, right? 400, right? Everybody say, yes, yes, yes. But at the end of this year, it's still 200, you know? Yes. The, the past one year, we have 20, 30 people join our church. But another door, we lost 20, 30 people, you know. Somebody, they move, somebody, they change job, you know. They, they, they needed to move. But somebody, because they don't like the pastor, you know, they left. <laughs> so, uh, you know, so it's very sad. So suddenly we found we were wrong. Jesus said, go, but we say, come. We need to go to find the lost. Go to reach the lost. Go to share God's for Not wait in the, at home. Not wait in the church, you know. We not sit here. We need to stand up and go out to find the lost. Very important. Second, Jesus says, share gospel to all nations. That means don't choose. Share gospel to everybody. So suddenly we remember Jesus gave us a, a story. It's a, a farmer go outside to, uh, to sow the seed. His farmer, he knows which land is, is already prepared, right? But this farmer, this person, it's very strange. He sold the seed to anywhere, some dry place, some roadside, some, 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 you know, bad place. But there have some seed in the good land can got fruit 30 times, 60 times, 100 times. So I found, yes, sow the seed is our responsibility. But only Holy Spirit can let them grow up. But today, even today, it's a very hard place. One day, God can solve his heart, can change. But we need to put the seed over there. You never know when will change. And Jesus in Luke chapter 9, he sent 70 people to go out to share gospel. Tell them, tell them, when you get in the village, you meet any person, just ask the peace to them. You know, if they're good, they're people of peace. If not, Peace, go back to you. You are the people of peace. So if we choose person, we will miss, we will lose the people of peace. So very important, when you find the people of peace, you know, we never know who it is, but the Holy Spirit can choose. So our responsibility is just sow the seed to everywhere, share gospel to everybody. Don't choose person. But before, we always choose person. You know, we share gospel, even when we go to, down the street or in the park, we share gospel every time we choose. Oh, he's nice. I'll give him God for track, but he don't like. Uh, Peter Hong don't like me, so I don't. So, so give up, you know. But you know, but he, he is the people of peace. I lost, you know. So we we always, by our opinion, to choose person, we was wrong. We were wrong. So Jesus said, share God to everybody. Don't choose. Very important. Second keyword. Third keyword. Jesus said, make them be my disciple. Jesus didn't say. Let them be my follower, or church member, or fellowship member. It's my disciple. That's very important. Before, we always hope we have more church member, right? We hope more fellowship member. But Jesus said, let them be disciple. But what means disciple? We're beginning to think, what means disciple? Disciple, that means is he needed to learn from his master everything until one day, he can be a master to teach other people. So that's a disciple. So suddenly we understand, if a Christian, people become a Christian, until he can train other people, so he can grow up, he can be a disciple. If he only be a 
believer. He never train other people, never share gospel, never lead other people to become a disciple. It's not a disciple. So give us an idea. We will train everybody to become the trainer. So training for trainers. Once everybody can train everybody, train other people, they can grow up, be a disciple. So we put the name training for trainer in our master plan. Then use which way to share gospel? In Jesus' great commission, Jesus said, baptize them by Father, Son, and Holy Spirit name. Baptism like a testimony, like a you know testimony, very important. So we say, ah, everybody just share your testimony. You know, prepare your testimony to share with other people. Very important. So we 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 will use encourage everybody prepare your testimony and to share to other people. And uh, Jesus said, teach them what I teach you. Teach them. We lead people become a Christian. We need to teach them our old traditional way. We lead people become a Christian. We lead them, put them in the church. That's all. You know, that's all. But not finish Jesus' great commission. Jesus said, what I teach you, you need to teach them. So you lead people become a Christian. You, need, you also need to teach them. So we need to teach them. Then Jesus said, obey. You know everything. But the most important thing is obey. What I teach you, you need to teach them. They also need to obey to teach other people. We need to teach people obey. If no obey, no any result. So six important key words. First is go. Second is share gospel to everybody. Third is make them be a disciple. Number four is use your testimony. Number five, teach them. Number six, obey. If we do all these six parts, what do we got? The final sentence, Jesus said, I will be with you until the end of the world, right? Many times, I've, my feeling is, Jesus, you with him, you with them. But why are you not with me? Because I'm not obeying Jesus' great commission. In Bible, there have over 20 million promises. But every promise, we need to do our job. We can receive the promise. Jesus' promise will be with us until the end of the age. But the first part, we need to obey his great commission. The sixth key word, if we did, Jesus will be with us. Your work, if have Jesus with you, Holy Spirit with you, totally different. So you work very hard, but if without Jesus with us, it's nothing happened. You know? So we, we just find out, so okay, we pray, and we grace and I, we image. If, how many people we can train? Every month, every year, how many people we can train? And through them, we train other people. And we can lead some, how many people become a Christian? Then they, they lead some, how many people become a Christian? So we, we, we beginning to count. So then we put the number in our master plan. In three years, we train other people, other people can train other people. So we, we put number over there. In three years, we will start 200 new church, and uh, we were leading over uh, 18,000 people become a Christian. It's a large, num large number, right? 18,000 and 200 new church. When we turn in, Bill Smith say, oh, it's good strategy plan, but we will see what happens. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, then we, we went back to, to our place and we don't know anybody. 
they have one Hong Kong church member introduced us to know, he say, I know a open church pastor. It's a small open church. They, their church around uh, 250 persons is in, in a countryside. But he introduced me to know, to know him. He said, he is very good heart to share gospel. In, in China, they have open church, it's re government registered church and house church is different. That's the uh, open church. And uh, we meet the, the pastor. And the, and the pastor said, okay, what kind of training you can help our church? In that time, I, you know, in, in China, we can talk about a movement. We cannot talk about movement. You know, they're very scared. So I didn't tell them CPM or anything. Oh, I think they don't know T, they don't know T for T. They don't, they don't understand. So I tell them, I will teach your person very fast way to share gospel, speed way to share gospel. They say, how fast? I said, very fast. Uh, okay. <laughs> so uh, uh, then, then I, I asked them, tell, tell me, in, in here, the, I know we share gospel very limited. But uh, like open church, how we can share gospel? The pastor said, oh, our open church, we can, we can, we can lead a lot of uh, meeting point. And the meeting point can hold a family Bible study group. When I heard about a family Bible study group, very happy. I said, we can study Bible at, at home? They said, he said, yes, yes. Every, every Christian can study Bible at home. So I said, okay, we need to tell me how many population here. They said, okay, here is a county, totally 22 towns. And uh, every town have over 100, 200 villages. And uh, some villages have over one fam 100 families. Small villages have 30, 40 families. And uh, we are totally, in this county, totally 680,000 people, uh, the, the, the population. So because of my master plan, so we say, okay, we need a, we need set a, a three years innovation. Uh, they don't know what is three years in innovation. But I say, very easy. I hope in three years, 22 towns all have gospel work. And in three years, at least every village have one family Bible study group. Everybody listen that. They look at me. They say, impossible, impossible. I said, trust me. I teach you the fast way to share gospel. So <laughs> that day, we argue a lot. Finally, the pastor said, okay, you go home. Um, I let my people... <laughs> I let my people register in your class. If we have enough person, I will call you. So I leave telephone number, go home. But after two days, only two days, he, he gave me a call. He said, right now we have almost 30 people want to join your training class. Would you please come this coming Friday afternoon to train us? I said, sure, we come. So Grace and I, that Friday afternoon, we, we went to over there we, by bus around two and, two and a half hours to the church. But we found the church gate. It's closed. It's closed. Only one person standing outside the, the church waiting for us. So we, I asked him, I said, when beginning the training, and where are the training, where are the people? And he, he told us, he said, no, 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 the training not here. I will take you to, the, to a countryside, a small church training over there. I think here already is countryside. Where is countryside? <laughs> so, then, then he took a motorcycle. With three person by one motorcycle, one and a half hour, you know, to very, really countryside. And Bill Smith over there, he knows where. Uh, it's very countryside. And in, in, that, in that time, it's, it's, uh, I found that they really have a small church. You know, the, the church only, only half, half this way. It's, it's very small. And only one person arrived at the, the church around 6 p.m. Only one church waited. 
waiting us in the church. He, he, he told us, this church, totally church member, 57%. And they all farmer. They still work in the farm. After work, they need to go back home, take a shower or dinner, then buy bicycle or motorcycle. They, somebody need over one hour come to the church. So we will start our training tonight, 8 p.m., okay? So Grace and I sit over there. That, that day, we, we don't have dinner, you know. Then he left. And we only, we two sitting over there. We pray and waiting. Until 8 p.m., a lot of people come. So I count, totally 30 people. They're all farmers, but they are very exciting. They say, you know, we're, we're inside the small church. We never have any outside people coming to, to train us. You, you come to train us. We're very exciting. So that day, I encourage them, give them the, the, from the Jesus Great Commission, encourage them to share gospel. Everybody say, yes, we want to share gospel, but we don't know how we can share gospel. I said, yes, today Christians cannot share gospel, actually only two reasons. The first is a lot of people, I don't know who, who I can begin to share. Second, I don't know what I can share. Only two reasons. Today, I will have you solve these two problems. So I gave everybody a piece of paper. I said, right now, close your eyes, begin to pray, and thinking people relate to you, people around you. Anybody you know in your home, your neighbor, your relative, your friends, anybody that you know, they are non-Christian, write down their name. Write down their name. I gave them around 15 minutes. Most people can write down 20, 30 names. I remember one person, they have one person write down over 70 names. So after that, I say, okay, look your name list. Those people, you know them, but they are non-Christian. There is your target group, people. You need to share gospel for them, for them. You know, you know them, but they are non-Christian. You need to share gospel for them. And I tell them, choose five person a group. You hope, immediately, I want to share gospel for them. Group one. And five, group two, five, group three. I say, every week, every day, pray for them. And every week, at least, I will ask you to share gospel for five person, you know. So, okay, right now, you have name list. You know who you can share, right? And you, you have the priority list, so you know who you can begin to share. And second, you don't know what I can share. Very easy. Share your own story. So I gave them another piece of paper. I said, right now, I gave you time. Write down your own story. Only three parts. The first part, before I'm non-Christian, what kind of life I was, you know, usually I... I always lose my temper, or I always no peace, you know, in my, in my life. You know, second part, when, how you become a Christian. Third part, after you become a Christian, what kind of joyful life, peace life you have, you know. Just write down, I tell them, only one page, not too long, because right now everybody very busy. No time to learn, to listen your long story, you know, short story. One, one half minute or two minutes, enough, okay. I have... Give them 15 minutes, everybody write down. I look, everybody write down their testimony. And after that, I say, okay, stand up. Look your own story. Don't listen to other people. I ask you, read aloud five times. Don't listen to other people. Only read your testimony five times. You know, you know why I ask them to do that? Because everybody can write down, but not everybody can work smooth to talk to other people. So I like them to practice how to talk, speak out, talk to other people. Then another thing, your, your own story you need to memorize. 
if you you read your story, it's not natural, you know. So you need to memorize your story. So five times you can memorize your story, and you can practice. Okay, after five times, I say, okay, every two person, a group, talk to each other, practice to each other. When you listen, you have a responsibility to to correct each other. First, which part you don't understand? If you don't understand, other people don't understand. Ask, change. You know. Second part, our question: write our testimony. Very easy. Put some big Bible word. You know, spiritual Bible word. Non-Christian, they don't understand. Change. Don't put that. Third, which part can make your testimony more interesting? You know, can more attract people. So change. So practice to each other. After practice, I tell them, okay, right now you have name list. You know who you can share. You have your testimony. You know how you can share. But I tell you the truth. Your testimony maybe can move people's heart, but they still don't understand. They they still doesn't understand the uh, salvation. You know. So many people. Listen, your testimony. Ah, good, good. But after several days, they say, I, I don't know I believe Jesus or not. Because, because they don't know Jesus. They don't know who is Jesus. So I say, here, I have six basic lessons. Today, I will teach you the first lesson, the insurance of salvation. You know, the first part is how God threw Jesus to save us. So you give them testimony, then you need to teach them the, the salvation. Teach them the truth. Let them to understand the salvation so they can become the Christian. So... Then I give them everybody a piece of paper. It's lesson one. Only one piece of paper, two page. And I tell them, right now, I will teach you very slowly. But please, write down every sentence I teach you, every story, every example I gave to you, write down. Because after I teach you, immediately I will ask you to teach each other. So that day, I very slowly to teach them and make sure everybody write down. And after that, let them practice, practice, Practice it to each other. After that, I gave everybody five pieces lesson one. And I pray for them. I say, okay, starting tomorrow morning, find five persons from your name list. You don't need to get them together. In anywhere, at home, in the farm, or restaurant, anywhere. You meet them to share your story, then teach them lesson one. Okay? Then I, then I tell them one thing. It's very important. When you share your testimony, you don't need to ask permission. It's very important. You don't need to ask permission. Before, we're very gentle. Many times we share gospel, we, we ask permission. Jeff, may I share my story? No, no. If you, if you say, don't, no, I, I don't want. You know? So I cannot continue. So I tell them my experience before I also served like the hospital chaplain. In that time, served in, in Hong Kong, Queen Elizabeth Hospital, a very big hospital, 1,900 bed. Every day, I meet my, my patients. They're laid down on the bed. No way you can run, right? So I can share gospel. So I say, hey, how are you today? Are you feeling better? You know? So they are very nice to answer me. Then after that, I say, you know, I'm hospital chaplain. Do you know Jesus? I want to share Jesus with you. In the, in the beginning, everybody was nice to, to, to answer me. But when they listen about Jesus, most of the people say, no, 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 I'm tired. I don't want. I don't want. You know, I cannot continue. You know, if I continue, I'm volunteer here. 
you know, if I continue, they will call nurse. This person bother me. No, 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 hospital will keep me out. So I have no chance to share gospel. In that time, in my record, I was 15 bad. Only one or two person listen my testimony. All other people, they don't want. You know, I have no chance. Until uh, one day, Grace and I, we visit in Taiwan. In Taiwan, we eat the breakfast. We like to uh, drink the bowl of hot soy milk. You know, every time I ask, give, give us a bowl of hot soy milk. Hot soy milk. Then they will ask you, do you want to put one egg uh, in, in, the, in the soy milk? You know, I, usually I say no, because 10 Taiwan money. Huh? For me, it's too expensive. I'm poor. So I, I say, no, 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 I don't want. But one day, when we go over there, I say, hey, give us two soy milk. Suddenly, he asked me, one egg, two egg. So I immediately answer, one egg. So when I sit down, Grace asked me, why today you ask, today you ask go egg? I said, oh, why? Oh, I just, just found out. He didn't ask me yes or no. He just said one or two. You know, so I said one. Ah, oh, this person very smart. You know, so, uh, so I look at him. Every customer coming, give me some milk. One egg, two egg. You know, everybody say one or two. Nobody say no. I say, wow, it's good. You know, so suddenly I understand. The good thing just give to them. Why ask them yes or no? No, you know, so suddenly I understand. Yes. When I share gospel, why I ask them? Then in that, in, in that time, suddenly I understand. Yeah, Jesus gave a story. They have a good shepherd. He have 100 sheep. When he lost one, put down the 99. Find the lost. When he find the lost, what he talk to the lost one? Leadership? Do you want to go home? May I introduce what kind of our home right now? You know? No, not like this. You know, he's belong to me. He lost, but he is mine. That's for him. Very happy back home. Celebration, right? And the, the lost son come back home. The father waiting outside the door. What the father talk to the son? You really want to go home? Not like this, right? It's my son. He lost. Today he come back. Come in. Celebrate him first. I believe from the second morning, the father will teach the son how to be a good son. But tonight, he, he come back. It's my son. He lost. Come back. Celebrate him first. But today we share gospel. We use what kind of way? We're standing outside the door. Do you want to listen? Do you want Jesus? If they say no, close the door. You know? No chance. So why we ask people? So when I went back to Hong Kong, I changed my way. I visited my patient. I said, hey, how are you today? Are you feeling better? And I said, oh, you don't know. You, you, you really don't know who I am. Before, I'm a kind of person. Every day, very easy to lose my temper. Every day, fight, argue with my wife. You know, everybody loves to listen to your bad story. Nobody say, no, 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 I don't want to listen, you know. So I, then I continue to say, you know, when, how Jesus changed my heart, changed my life. Right now, what, I, what kind of peace like? Ah, oh, good. Oh it's, oh, it's strange. Oh, it's, it's wonderful. And I'm not waiting. Immediately give them the lesson one. Lesson one, the first sentence, congratulations. You also a children of Heavenly Father. Right now, I will tell you why. Then I continue to say, you know. I didn't ask them, just gave to them. You know, just share my testimony and teach them lesson one. In, yeah, you this way, in my record, I was 15 bad. They have eight, nine, ten person. 
totally less than my testimony and less than less than one. So more people believe in Jesus. You know, so I tell them, very important key thing. When you go back, find five person from your name list to share. And uh, don't ask permission. Just directly give, your, give them your story. Then give them lesson one. Let them have to chance to listen. You know, if they don't have chance to listen salvation, they don't have chance to believe in Jesus. You know, so very important. Give them the chance to listen. So they have chance to, to believe in Jesus. So I pray for them. And I say, okay, next week, Friday night, come back. I will teach you lesson two, how to pray. So next week, come back. I'm so happy. 30 people all come back. Then I ask them, how many people last week share gospel? They have only 11 person. 11 person share gospel. The other 19 didn't share gospel. But not, not bad, not too bad. So I ask the 11 person, everybody gave the testimony. What happened? Said, somebody said, oh, I share with two person, but no one want to believe it. And somebody, I share with one, but he be, become a Christian. You know, somebody, you know, everybody different. But they have an old farmer, he said, Pastor, last week at least 11 person become a Christian. Wow, give the testimony. He said, you know, I've become a Christian over 20 years. Nobody teaching me how to share gospel. But last week, I got a way to know how to share gospel. In my village, total 30, 34, 34 family. So in one week, I knock every door. I share my story and teach them lesson one for everybody. So let 11 person become a Christian. You know, he's a people of peace. Honestly, if I choose person, I will not choose him. Be a, be, a, be a leader or some kind of person. But, uh, you know, God chose him because he's old and his language is hard to understand. You know, uh, you know so, uh, uh, so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm worried, uh, you know, but I just find out God chose person. He's a people of peace. You know, that day I teach them lesson two. After teach, practice. Then I gave them homework. I say, okay, last week, if you let two person become a Christian, I give you two pieces, lesson two. You need to go back to teach him lesson two, right? Then I also give you extra 10 pieces, lesson one. Why? When you go back home to teach them lesson two, is the time. Ask those new believers, write down their testimony, write down their name list. Then I give everybody five pieces, lesson one, to teach, to teach other people. What I teach you, you are coding the same way to teach those people. Then let them according the same way to teach other people. I don't need you bring people come my group. I don't want my group bigger, bigger, bigger. I want the group is deep. So what I teach you, you teach them. Don't bring people come back. You know, bring people come back. I need to repeat, repeat, repeat. No help. So just I, what I teach you, you become the trainer to teach other people. We use this way. Every week they come back. We teach them one lesson and they they practice. Then go back. Then how many material they want, I give to them. How many lessons they want, I, give, I provide give to them. And teach them. And pray for them. Okay, we use this way, I tell you. In three months, we're beginning the training. It's the end of November 2000. Until 2001, February, in three months, through only from the first group, the 30 people, this beginning... 27 small groups. Lead over 200 people become a Christian. 200 people become Christian. You know? And uh, in 
next year, one year, the end of 2001, the gospel in this county, this county go to 17 different towns, 17 different towns. But in that year, they totally started 906 small groups, over 10,000 new believers. So open church before in that county, only three open church, but the government allowed them to have seven open church. You know, it's not easy in, the, in China, you know. And uh, this, small, this small church, this small church, only 50, 57 church members, you remember? And uh, after one year, the old farmer becomes the church minister, you know. And he is the people of peace. You know, he gave the testimony. He said, every morning I get up 5 a.m. and I make my devotion, read the Bible and, and pray to the Lord for two hours. And from 7 a.m. until 5 p.m., walk in his farm, his farmer. He still work in his farm. And from 5 p.m., go back home, take a shower, take dinner, then use his motorcycle. Every night, lead three or four different small groups. And he becomes the church minister. And they bought both sides the land and build a bigger church, can have 500 people worship together. Then the, the old farmer t told me, he said, I change our Sunday morning service to afternoon one o'clock. I said, why? Why you change? He said, you know, because many people, they live very outside, very countryside. They, they are old or small children. They cannot come to the church too far away. So every morning, we have over 40 brothers use motorcycle to send them to, the, to the every different village, countryside. Lead them to the Sunday worship at home at a village, and we use big water pump or in river to baptize people. You know, every Sunday we have new person join our church. And uh, Sunday afternoon, one o'clock, if you could, come back to the church. We only celebration in the church, only celebration. You know, we singing, we worship together, everybody gave the testimony. He said, I only give them 15, 20 minutes about the encouraged word, you know, celebration. You know, he's smarter than me. He's strategy better than me. You know, God choose person. He's the people of peace. Then I found, yes, we, because we, when we begin to use this training, not only this place, in all my three cities, every open church, every house church, every factory, university, anywhere, we use this way to train. Everybody become a trainer. Any chance, when we, we didn't lose any chance. Even two people we train. Even 1,000 people we train. They may train them, everybody becomes a trainer. So we use this way. Thank God. In many places, we find that God prepare people of peace in many, many different places. You know? So every town, every place, God prepare people of peace. But those kind of people, many times, not from our choose. From our side, it's nothing. But God use those persons. It's very strange. In a, another factory, a, a young person, only 19 years old, young man, I, I think he's very naughty. But, uh, you know, God chose him. In two months, he started 19 small groups. You know, so it's, it's, it's a surprise. It's a very surprise. You know, God chose him to be a, be, a, be a people of peace. And uh, they have a town. The, the old lady, one old lady, and he, you know, he, he, he's a good Christian. Every, every time he wants to help people, you know, he tried to share gospel, and he, he tell God, he said, God, this town is you gave to me. 
I hope your love to cover whole town, you know. But but she, she always share share gospel. But he already over eighty years old. But one day, she died. But before she died, he talked to the pastor. Please tell my people in the town, I love them and Jesus loves them. So in that day, during her funeral, a lot of people joined his her funeral because he tried to help many people. So that day during the funeral, suddenly a light from the from the window coming just shine her face. You know, everybody standing over there. Think, oh, she likes smile. You know, they said, wow, this Christian even died. It's very peaceful, very happy. So that day, over fifty person become a Christian. Then standing from. They have one person, it's, it's her niece, uh, uh, niece uh, and already 67 years old, it's an old lady. And then she, she also thinks, oh, it's my aunt, it, you know, even died, very happy, so I want to become a Christian. You know, then God chose this old lady to become the people of peace. In one year, I don't know him, I don't know her, somebody after, after two years introduced me to know her. You know, in one year, she led over 46 families become a Christian. Not a person. 46 families. He's the people, she's the people of peace. And in the next, next two years, she, in, in her town, lead over 300 family people become a Christian. 300 family people become a Christian. I cannot do that. But people of peace, God chose her. She can do it. And because too famous, so one day, policemen come to take her, take her to the police office. So then her trainer called me. He said, we don't know what happened. Policeman catch her, to get, get her in the police office. So he, she already over 70 years old, very old. Please pray for her. We don't know what happened. So we pray for her. But after three days, three very high position police officer bring her back to home. You know why? You know what happened? In the police office, in three days, she led these three police officers become a Christian. You know, she is the people of peace. She is the people of peace. God prepare people of peace in anywhere, any place. So I find, you know, our job, just train everybody become a trainer. Let everybody become a Christian. But Holy Spirit will choose the people of peace. Once you choose person, you lost the people of peace. So it, 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 it's in my, in my beginning work. But I tell you, you, you just saw the, the video. You, you maybe think, oh, it's a lot of people believe in Jesus. I, I tell you, the, from 2000, the end of 2000 until 2011, maybe over one half million or two million people become Christians. Oh, it's a lot. But I tell you, population is more grow up more faster. Only in Shenzhen City, I have three cities, only in Shenzhen City, when I just beginning working over there, three million in that city, three million people. But uh, until 2008, only in Shenzhen City, 17 million. Today, over 20 million, one city. So how you can compare? You know, the timing 
it, the time is very fast to last. You know, today, you know, we, we have chance to share gospel. So I encourage our people, you don't need to wait. If you wait, so yet last night I shared with Bill Smith, I say, don't ask a one-year plan. Everybody think, oh, I still have nine months. I still have 10 months. Wait, you know, they will wait. So every time, how about next two weeks? What do you want to do? How many people you want to share? Your name list. What do you want to train? How many people you want to train? The one we, we think tomorrow, tomorrow, you know, tomorrow no chance. Many people tomorrow will die. Tomorrow will die. When Grace and I in November were training in Vietnam, we just find out. In Vietnam, in Vietnam, every day, six people die. Uh, every hour, six people die. So, you know, in, only in Vietnam. I don't know what the number in the state. But, you know, many times we think tomorrow, tomorrow, but tomorrow we never have chance. So I hope you not only listen to the story, but you listen to God's word. You know, if we obey from Jesus' great commission, Jesus will be with you. Anything you can do. Okay, thanks. Amen.